0: official Adam Sank Show merchandise at AdamSank.com. T-shirts, tank tops, mugs, masks, just about everything you can think of emblazoned with the Adam Sank Show logo. Go to AdamSank.com to order your merch today. Thank
1: you.
2: Warning. The program you're about to hear contains highly offensive and indecent material.
3: This is the Adam Sank Show.
0: If it's in my hand, I'm going to suck it. Powered by DNR Studios. And
1: now... The one, the only,
0: Adam Sank! Howdy Anybody want to get their dick sucked by a towel? (laughs) Welcome to the Adam Sank Show. We are not live, but this is a brand new episode-ish. If you're listening at 11 a.m. Eastern on Saturday, April 3rd, happy belated April Fool's Day, 2021 at dnrstudios.com. JB is losing it over my towel impression. <laughs>
4: Thank you for the towel. I needed that Hot oh. I thought that was uh, Mr. <laughs> Hankey. <laughs> they both have the same voice. Yeah. So it's fine.
0: Tally's a little higher. Yeah. Uh, the only place you can hear this podcast throughout the weekend when it first airs, if you listen somewhere else, leave your ratings and reviews on the audio platform you use. Email me, me at, adam at Adamsank.com, Like the Adam Sank Show Facebook page. Download the comedy albums and get your official ass merch. T-shirts, tank tops, even a baby kangaroo. <laughs> The link to all that merch is adamsank.com. And remember that you can now call us any time you want. Let's say it's four in the morning and you can't sleep. You have insomnia. Just pick up the phone and call it. will talk ass. Tell us your dirty fantasies and your secrets. And, Confessions. Yeah, you little naughty whore. You dirty little whore. Dirty little slut whore. Uh, today is a, a brand new special called The Best of Guestless Strikes Back. Uh, joining me for this special, as always, is my co-host, everyone's favorite piglet, Ryan Frostig. Oink, oink, here I am. Hello, Ryan. Hello. And as we already know, JB is uh, laughing it up behind the board.
4: hi ho ho
0: So I had never seen the South Park episode where Towley becomes a drug addict. <laughs> Tom and my friends Tom and Jeffrey showed showed me that, and I was laughing so hard when he's like, "Anybody want to get their dick sucked by a towel?" Yeah, it's the funniest line ever. <laughs> I can't <laughs> believe South Park is still on the air. It's really that and The Simpsons, like, never like, go away. Yeah.
4: Did you know the South Park really tried to get canceled? Was it last season? There was two seasons ago. It was at the end of every South Park episode to like, cancel South Park. I was like, They were oh,
0: doing it themselves? Yes.
4: I was like, You're right. You need to be canceled. But, you know but they, they
0: just did a COVID vaccination special, which I have to watch. I just saw a commercial
5: for it, and they, it was South Park with a Q. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Uh, yeah. I'm I'm QAnon.
5: Exploring QAnon.
0: They're brilliant. Um, anyway, as I said, Best of Guestless strikes back because our last Best of Guestless was a huge hit. Uh, not being sarcastic. It has a, a yeah, tremendous amount of downloads. Mm-hmm. And these are clips from where there's no guest, where it's just us kicking it. Um, and I decided this time to really kick it old school. Ooh. I mean, 2017, before oh, Ryan God. was even born. Uh, let, <laughs> alone,
5: was a baby. let alone
0: on this show. Uh, to early 2019, so kind of in that three-year span, 2017, 2018, a little bit of 2019. Um, these are some old-ass episodes, so old, in fact, that the audio on some of them is overmodulated. So just so
4: I will fix them. be ready
0: for that to fix and <laughs> post, and listeners, you may need to adjust your volume throughout. But there's Please some fun it. stuff here. I have to tell you, I, uh, when I put these specials together, I have to listen yeah. to a lot of old episodes, and I'm sitting there in my apartment listening to myself cracking myself up. I'm (laughs) fucking funny. I don't think I get enough credit for it. You are hilarious. I mean, why don't we have millions of listeners? Adam? I have a great
5: idea. You should go into comedy.
0: You should go. Have you ever thought about that? Thank you. You're so kind. Oh my god, you know what you
4: do? Is that TikTok. You do that TikTok like with the young children. Oh, I've never been
0: I never even got into YouTube when that was like the 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 wide Widely watched medium. I'm always late to the the party. You know what? Stand
5: up. I think that's your thing. I I think that's your thing. (laughs) Anywho,
0: we're going to kick things off, you guys, by going all the way back to October 8th, 2017, a simpler time Mm. uh, before Ryan. And uh, right when ADD Jeff left the show, we had on uh, our friend Joey DeGrandis as co host, who was really delightful. I might, maybe I'll have Joey back when you're off that that weekend this Mm. summer. Uh, But anyway, we were talking about eight hygiene myths. This was a list story. Ah, uh, yes. And Ryan is going to particularly love this clip because mm. one of the myths is about showering every day. Mm. And you are going to be pleased by what the experts have to say about mm. that. Thank you. Other things to note in this clip is that Katie was still in the studio. This is back in the days when she was Aww, like our babysitter. Miss Katie.
4: Yes, yeah, she was. Babysitter of the interns.
0: And JB was living in a group home at the time, yes. which he uh, discussed in relation to the uh, showering every day. So take a listen. This is episode 18 from October 8th, 2017. I actually found this on AOL.com, Whoa. which still exists. My mom has an AOL email address still. <laughs> well, I do too, but I only for I, I use my AOL address for shopping okay. and for like signing up for political action committees, things that I expect to get a lot of spam for. I still use my original AOL account from the 90s. What's your screen name? It's um, barebackbottom69 (laughs) at AOL.com. No, don't start sending emails to to whatever poor sex pig owns that. That is not my email address. (laughs) But but this article on AOL.com caught my mind because it's the eight myths about hygiene that are totally bogus. These are eight things that we think are true when it comes to personal hygiene. But they're not. And I, you know, I'm a fanatic about personal hygiene, Joey. Mm-hmm. As we talked about the last time you were here, I will not put my tongue near an ass unless it is not only shaved, but freshly showered. Mm. Perhaps dabbed with a little moisturizer. A little moisturizer, and then I'm good to go. Mm-hmm. Anyway, myth number one the myth is that you need to shower every day. Mm. According to AOL.com, who interviewed these two. Um, germ experts they said no it's not necessary unless you have a job or a hobby that has you sweating profusely and getting really dirty every day for instance if you host a radio show on a 90 degree day in a studio that doesn't have air conditioning you might want to shower shade <laughs> yes derek but the truth is our bodies are covered in microbes Uh, and, uh, if the microbes get too concentrated, that's when we start to stink and we run the risk of acne and dandruff and other gross things. Um, so you should shower at least once every few days to keep those bacterial levels low enough Hmm. to to prevent stinking. Interesting. It's counterintuitive almost, right? You you just think you're supposed to shower every day. We in the Western world who have access to hot, running water mm-hmm. just even the poorest of the poor in america grow usually we grow up with hot showers mm. we just shower every day and our moms tell us we have to yeah. and we should and this is what we do but all you're really doing is drying your skin out and wasting water mm. um and i have to say there i don't shower i, I mean i shower 90 percent of the days so let's put it that way but every once in a while if it's a weekend day yeah i wake up late yep put my clothes on walk the dog Sometimes the end of the day comes, I go to bed, I go, hey, I didn't shower today.
4: Yeah,
5: same.
0: I'm a sweater, though. Like, for people like me that are always sweating, I feel like
5: uh, we, we like to shower. It's probably a good can. idea yeah. to shower.
4: I agree with you. I am a sweater mm-hmm. also. But in my living conditions right now, it prevents me from taking a shower as every day because I live in a home with other people. That's mm-hmm. JB, by the way. It's terrible. Listeners. Oh, yes. Yeah, hi, I'm JB. JB. So i um, just terrible with other people. Yeah don't get to take showers every day like mm-hmm. most i get to shower is like probably once twice a week at my boyfriend's wow
0: house. Hmm. yeah and do you feel yourself getting stinky do you um
4: sp- i'm i'm a clean freak i i again like you said take shower every day and that's how i felt normal and i like to keep my booty hole clean too because you know never will surprise sex
1: absolutely mm-hmm.
4: so for me not taking shower every day i feel kind of uh, grimy. Right? like nothing's nothing bad has happened Hmm. So just, like, self-consciously, it's just me on a personal level. But you're living proof that it's not necessary. Mm
0: -hmm. Myth number two, public toilet seats are hazardous to your health. This this is something a lot of women worry about. Uh, A lot of women will not actually sit their ass down on a toilet seat when they pee. Because, you know, women have to sit to pee. We don't have to. So they'll just, like, squat. (laughs) Well, you do, Joey. (laughs) Um, But uh, this microbiologist I interviewed says that toilet seats are always coated with germs, whether they're in your house or whether they're in public. That makes sense. And those germs, by and large, will not cause you any harm as long as, here's the key, you don't have any open cuts or sores. Also, the expert says, quote, just don't lick them, because that's something we were going to do. You mean
1: lick the toilet
0: seat? Don't lick the toilet seat, as many of the bacteria present could cause gastrointestinal troubles. Or at least put the toilet paper down on the seat before you lick it. Yes. Myth number three, uh, my friends on Fire Island listening to this show will be very interested about this. Myth number three is that hot tubs are full of harmful bacteria. Uh, many people, because of the famous Seinfeld episode where he referred to hot tubs as a bacteria frappe, <laughs> um, they're thought of as being really contaminated, but most uh, most of the germs are harmless. They're of the environmental variety. Um, there are some that can be troublesome, such as MRSA, E. coli, and uh, Legionella pneumophila, which causes Legionnaire's disease. But as long as the hot tub is cleaned regularly and it is chlorinated, mm-hmm. you should uh, be good to go. Um, no, myth number four is that antibacterial products are best for health, household cleaning. Now, this one, I I don't care how many times they tell me not to use antibacterial products. I'm going to fucking use them. Yeah. They make me feel good. Like wipes and stuff, right? That's what you're thinking about? Even like when you have like, um, you know, when they sell Clorox wipes mm-hmm. or Clorox spray and it says am- antibacterial on it. Um Again, the microbiologist they interviewed says that these products can often contain something called triclosan, which is not particularly effective at killing bacterial, and it may even be an environmental toxin. Hmm. Disinfectants like bleach work better. But there are also more eco-friendly solutions like uh, products that contain hydrogen peroxide. Myth number five is that hand sanitizer removes all bacteria. It does not. It does not. What they actually do is reduce the bacterial loads Mm. (laughs) in our hands.
2: Um, (laughs) That's right.
0: Bacteria is all over your skin all the time, says the microbiologist. Sanitizers made of more than 60% alcohol do pretty well. Uh, But again, they can contain triclosan, which was recently banned. Uh, for these antibacterial soaps and body washes. Scientists say soap and water is still the best way to wash your hands, especially if your hands are visibly dirty. Mm. Like they've got shit on them. Or you've handled chemicals like pesticides. Myth number six. This one bummed me out. Myth number six is that washing cuts in ocean water will help them heal.
5: Because of the salt. salt. I
0: always believed that. Mm. and I feel like when I go swimming, when I have like a scab or something, I feel real real good about that but no uh regular saline solution is better than ocean water um, because the ocean water can contain microbes that actually interfere with the healing process um just take a sterile saline solution and wash your cuts with those or just don't get cut it's even better <laughs> advice number seven i want to talk a lot about because i this is my uh, personal crusade i've been talking about this for years deodorant is healthier for you than antiperspirant false
1: you have been saying this.
0: People believe that they know that antiperspirants are bad for you, but they think deodorants are good because they don't contain those same chemicals. The fact is, you don't need any deodorant or antiperspirant. No one needs it.
1: Didn't you t- rubbing alcohol? Rubbing yeah. alcohol
0: and cotton balls. Uh-huh. It's what I've been using for over a decade. I don't stink. Got no problem. I yeah. never stink. My armpits are clean, my pores are unclogged. The idea that you're going to keep clogging your pores every day with some thick substance Mm -hmm. and think that that's going to make you cleaner is just ridiculous. So what this is saying is that deodorant is just as bad for you as antiperspirant. They all contain those chemicals. Um, Here's what you do. get in the shower, soap up with hot water and soap. When you get out, you swab a cotton ball with some 90% solution rubbing alcohol. You swab both pits, you throw the cotton ball out, your pits dry in like 10 seconds, you won't stink for the rest of the day, for at least 24 hours. Even if you sweat, you're not going to stink. What makes you uh, stink is not the sweat, it's the bacteria. Mm -hmm. And you're getting rid of the bacteria when you do the rubbing alcohol. Mm -hmm. Try this, everyone. I promise you, it will change your life. And finally, myth number eight, I want to take a poll of the room. How often does everyone in this room... Change their sheets. Joey DeGrandis, be honest.
2: <laughs> not often enough, probably. Like, w- maybe once every five to six weeks. Like, once every Oh,
5: month. my God. Yeah, really?
4: Is that gross?
0: That's gross. <laughs> JB, you mentioned you're in a group home situation, so you may not wow. have...
4: So, uh, I'm going to talk about what I used T- to turn live. Turn yourself up. All right, I'm going to talk about what I used to live in the, in the, in the house. Yes. And have a bed. Yes. Uh, I, I did change my sheets, like... Summer times it was twice a month. And winter times it would be once a month. Because uh, I would sweat a lot more at night. Katie?
3: I'm once a month.
4: Wow. Your
3: sheets let you know. You know, if, if you've been sweating in your bed or been sexing it up, they get loose. You guys yeah. are but, filthy pigs.
0: But, uh, yeah,
2: <laughs> once a month.
0: Okay, so I was raised in a home where we changed our sheets every week. And apparently, that is what you should be doing. It is a myth that you should only change your bed sheets every month or so. Uh, the microbiologist says each and every hour that you're in bed you're shedding millions of germs that grow with sweat oil dirt and other organic chemicals the majority of these are harmless but some can cause rashes irritations and acne or even worse bacne Uh, dust mites also feed off that bacteria so to help keep those critters out of your sheets you should change your sheets weekly and use hot water to kill off the bacteria and if you shower before bed uh, they say you might be able to go a little bit longer before the stink sets in, but goddamn it, change those sheets every week, you pigs!
3: But <laughs> I don't think it's a myth. That I didn't like. I was never told to do it. It's just being lazy and having the laundromat three blocks away that I'm like.
0: Mm. Well, here's another question: how many, <laughs> how many sets of sheets do you guys own? Because most men, according to this article, only have one set of sheets. Most single men. Mm. I got like six sets of sheets. <laughs> I have I'm a sheet right queen. I have a few,
1: yeah.
2: Just a few, yeah. though.
0: I love sheets, and every time I'm at a street fair, we have these street fairs in New York City where they shut down the whole avenue and they sell like thousand thread count sheets for 19.99 for a whole set, wow. and I buy them every time. You hear about the guy that went to a hotel?
1: And the uh, the woman asked, "How many sheets would you like in your bed, sir?" And he said, "You sheet on my bed, I'll kill you."
0: Mm-hmm. Hey, <laughs> hey, do, do you have a rim shot? <laughs> JB to I play do. for that. I do. <laughs> Delayed rim shot. <laughs> All right, so those are the myths. Those are the (laughs) myths about... Oh, thank you. So those are the myths about hygiene. Joey's here all week, ladies and gentlemen.
4: Best of guestless strikes back.
0: So, Ryan, you do not, in fact, need to shower every day. I feel so validated. But you do need to change your sheets once a week. Yeah. How often do you and Paul change your sheets?
5: Uh, Once every two weeks or so. Lies. No, seriously. (laughs) We don't
0: sleep with the top sheet but we do wash the sheets. I find that so weird. It's I've never amazing. understood what that's about. I love it. JB, now that you live alone and can do laundry as often as you want, how often do you change your sheets?
4: Um, well, I do laundry like once a month, so bought that. Wow. Because I have like, I only have like four well, technically, two of them being... I have four fish sheets. One's being used on my couch. The other one's being used to cover up my broken-ass window. So I only oh, have two no. bed sheets. Oh, no. Yeah. See, I Girl. can't wait to move so I can have all my bed you sheets back. I
0: have to get out <laughs> like, of there. <laughs> I have to. Is your place freezing all the time? Yeah,
4: it's, it is cold. My mom says there's, there's the heat in the new apartment. I can't wait.
0: Oh, you poor thing. Wait. All right. Well, JB's moving on up, step by step. Uh, okay. This next clip, and this is why it's so weird that Matt Martin called in a couple weeks ago. Um, Matt Martin was a guy that I didn't really know. He kind of reached out to me out of the blue and said, hey, I'd like to co-host your podcast sometime. I just co-hosted with Kelly Ripa on Live with Kelly. And I was like, how is that possible? But he wasn't lying. He's, you know, a funny, sweet gay guy who had been a comedian and a host uh, over the years. And somehow when Kelly was auditioning various people for the seat that eventually went to... um, Seacrest. Ryan Seacrest. Matt Martin was one of the guys that hosted with her. And I was like, well, if you were on Live with Kelly, you can certainly be on the Adam Sank Show. So he was my co-host that week. And we were talking about a story in the news involving a man wearing a T-shirt and high heels and nothing else. And I'll let you uh, listen to hear the rest of that. And by the end of the segment, we were talking about cock rings. And you can never get enough conversation about cock rings. So take a listen to this clip from episode 26 back on December 3rd, 2017. But first we have to talk about my favorite story of the whole week. And this actually broke on Thanksgiving Day. A couple in Rutherford, New Jersey, which is right near where I'm from, Shout out to Jersey. were surprised when a man wearing heels, and nothing else, below the waist, mistakenly entered their home on Saturday and announced, I'm here! <laughs> The homeowners were uh, in their house around 4:40 440 p.m., 4:45 p.m. on November 11th. Oh, this was during the day. When, yes, okay. when someone entered through an unlocked rear door. <laughs> Pun intended. The man was wearing a tight T-shirt and black high heels, no pants or underwear. Realized he was in the wrong place and left. I just love that he said, "I'm here." One of the homeowners followed him out to his 2017 Honda which was parked in their driveway, wrote down his license plate, and the guy sped off. Well, later that evening, in neighboring Lyndhurst, New Jersey, police were called after a resident returned home to find an unknown vehicle in his driveway and an unconscious man inside. It was occupied by a man sitting in the front passenger seat. And what was he wearing, Matt?
2: I'm Just heels?
0: And a black T-shirt Jesus. and nothing else. Uh, Officers awakened the man, who appeared disoriented, did not know how he had arrived there. He stepped out of the vehicle, put on a pair of sweatpants that he had in his car. They found a plastic bag on the floor containing a clear crystal rock substance suspected of being MDMA or ecstasy. I say ecstasy doesn't come in rock form.
2: No. It's a pill. That's got to be meth meth. or crack, right?
0: Yeah. the guy's name is Justin Cristadero, He was charged with criminal trespass. I actually looked him up on Facebook. His Facebook gonna... page was still there. Yeah. He appears to be like a straight married guy with kids. I feel terrible for them.
2: Maybe he was a Craigslist hookup and he went to the wrong address.
0: But even a Craigslist hookup, it, it seems very odd that he would enter the house wearing well, exactly. just a T-shirt and heels. I mean, it's very Has stylish he released in a, a statement, way. statement
2: or his lawyer released any statements?
0: As of, uh, as of today's airtime, I okay. have not seen any follow-up to that this is story. A, that's amazing. But, um, you know, let me just say that I have shown I up. I would welcome those. I have shown up in various costumes and various states of undress, but never have I worn just heels and a T-shirt.
2: I mean, for Halloween one year, I almost got arrested. I wore nothing but a lifeguard red Speedo, mm. and I had a strap-on, <laughs> Inside the Speedo? Inside the Speedo, and it was probably 14 inches. So it was like hanging up to, it was almost like a half a belt (laughs) inside this fucking Speedo and a trench coat. And like when a teenager would come, like, you know, I wouldn't do it for the little kids, but like when a teenager would come, um, (laughs) I would just be like, happy Halloween. And I would like open up my trench coat and just this king cock would just be (laughs) in this lifeguard thing. I'm like, I'm here to save you.
0: And you were arrested.
2: I know I should have been. <laughs> well, I look were back you... now and I'm like, now had was you taken dumb.
0: MDMA or ecstasy then? I
2: no I hadn't. Um, I might have been under the influence of other part- particulars, but uh, it was we were having a Halloween party and that was my costume and I was the greeter at the door.
0: It sounds like a good
2: one. It was a good one, but I will not be doing that again.
0: I w- myself wore tights uh, this past Halloween because Scott Hernandez and I wore crayons. I love Scott. And um, and we we took Viagra to ensure that we. Had not a fourteen-inch bulge <laughs> in our tights, but at least some, something, something was what there. What if just wear a cockring? Something, something visible. You know, I don't, I don't like cockrings.
2: I don't either. They're very Thank uncomfortable. You. Finally, another gay that's like anti-cockring. I kind of like, have why? saggy balls. I don't have saggy balls. That's not my issue. It's just it pinches.
0: <laughs> it's not good.
2: It's yeah. I haven't felt. Now one does that it pinch
0: because like. you've got so much there? Is that what you're saying, Matt? Or is it... <laughs> it's
2: just uncomfortable? Okay. I don't want to pleading the fifth. Um, it? I am totally pleading the fifth.
0: Best of Guestless Strikes Back. Okay. The great Matt Martin.
2: Okay, Good so story. I realized when
4: you said that, I, was like, I wasn't there for that. And I was like, yeah, I wasn't. There was a point in time where I was gone from after my internship. Yeah.
0: Then, we missed you.
4: Yeah. my mm. God, you had that person that I don't like to give face value to. That was the one intern I didn't like. Oh, God. I know who so you're talking rude. about. Yeah. They. <sighs> Whatever.
0: Well... The next clip we're going to talk about uh, was, uh, at, finally, we have Ryan as co-host by this time. I have arrived. This is early 2018, February 25th, my birthday weekend. Mm. This is back when we still did The Ass on Saturdays at 3 p.m. Remember that?
4: Vaguely. Yes.
0: And Ryan and I had both just seen Hamilton on Broadway for my birthday.
5: Oh, that was so special.
0: And I was supposed to see Waitress that day.
5: Yeah, I don't remember what happened. Uh,
0: you'll hear about on the um. clip what went wrong. We also discussed an Olympic scandal that had just broken, and uh, an early example of so-called cancel culture. And also, this clip is very special because we get to hear from the late great Charles from Cornhole,
1: Aww. who oh, calls sorry. in with an
0: update to our biweekly pervnado update that we used to do during the height of the Me Too movement. So take a listen to this. It's episode thirty-six from February twenty-fifth, twenty eighteen. Meanwhile. Have you been? You have been watching the I Olympics because you've been watching them at my house. Yes, I have. On and my I, cable TV. I love to just suck all the cable TV the opportunities cable out of you. You like to suck cable. Oh. Well, you must know then that there was a bit of a uh, controversy. Yes. As a German skater decided to skate to the tune of Schindler's List. It sounded something like this. This is the actual routine. I cannot find the story right now, and I absolutely have to. Her name is Nicole Schott, I believe. She chose Schindler's List theme as her uh, routine, and Twitter freaked the fuck out. Rightfully so. People were tweeting up a storm. I can't believe I can't find this story right now. I tweeted about it myself, and I didn't think this was such a funny tweet. I just said, in defense of the German skater who used Schindler's List as her theme, dot, 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 yeah, I got nothing. And I was retweeted by USA Today and the Times of Israel. I always get retweeted, like, with my tweets that aren't really that good, that interesting or funny, but I'll take it. Yeah, someone someone thinks they're interesting and funny. Meanwhile, actually thinks you're funny. it turns out that many skaters have used the theme from Schindler's List, which was written by Jonathan Williams and won an Oscar, um, many times. Including German skaters, but for some reason, this time, it really just... Well, stuck in the craw of Twitter, and because
5: it's you know 2018, everyone's woke, and, hypersensitive, and woke. I mean, choices.
0: Well, it's not like she was celebrating the Holocaust. I mean, Schindler, Schindler's sure. List is a movie about a, a hero, yes, a German hero who saved um, thousands of Jews from death at the camps. And it, it, I mean, if you if it
5: wasn't from that movie, if you just heard the piece of music, it seems, you
0: know. Appropriate for a skater. Well, I she heard that skate too. I heard that her original choice was "If I Were a Rich Man" <laughs> from Fiddler on the Roof, and uh, this is the one that came in second. But yeah, if you're German, and really if you're anything, you probably shouldn't use the theme from Schindler's List yeah. to skate too. One thing to keep in mind is that Steven Spielberg, who directed the movie, refused to take any money from that movie. He he called it blood money. Wow! And he donated all the pro- proceeds to, I believe, the Holocaust Museum or some other uh, Jewish cause. So. Uh, anyone who uses it for their own benefit. Mm. Questionable. Questionable choices. choices. No, you're just a horrible person
4: feeding <laughs> off the pains of other people.
0: I'm sure, I mean, I, part of me feels really bad for her because I'm sure she had no right. ill intention sure. and thought, this is fine. It's beautiful music and lesson learned. Well,
4: I feel like in her case, it was just an innocent thing. She was just one to dance to it. Exactly. And again, being the wonderful uh, PC world we live in today, we overreacted. Right, and I mean, Twitter's a,
0: a terrible thing for anyone because <laughs> the internet it's in just general. evil. It's a Trolls. terrible thing. But um, anyhow, speaking of the Olympics, do you know who Sam Greisman is? Oh, do I?
5: This tell us this person has appeared on my Tinder. <laughs> so. For those of you that don't know how Tinder works, you have uh, you have the option. You have all these different people that come up and, and these profiles, these are pictures, and you can either swipe swipe left if you're not interested or swipe right. And once you swipe left, usually that person does not come back. But this person has appeared on my Tinder fifty to sixty times. Tinder really wants you to really together. wants us, and and I always swipe right because it's. Sally Field's son. Well, yes. So he's so, the
0: son of Oscar-winning actress Sally Field. He himself is a 30-year-old director, film director. And he's apparently obsessed with Adam Rippon. And not with me. And not with Ryan Frostig. Uh, many of us are obsessed with Adam Rippon. And uh, like the head of Disney Theatricals, we have been making inappropriate <laughs> comments about his ass, Which... For quite a while.
5: I, need, I really need to see... Uh, I hope that someday we are blessed with a picture of his ass because I I will say it
0: does look kind of padded. Oh, I think it's real. I'm sure it is, but I want proof. It's real and it's spectacular. Anyway, so Greisman has been tweeting um, tons of stuff throughout the Olympics about how much he loves and respects Adam Rippon, um, he wrote, um, I hate being earnest, but an openly non-passing, sassy, beautiful, gay, 20-something, daring America not to love him and becoming the sweetheart of the Olympic Games is very moving to me. Um, meanwhile, he was texting with his mom about how much he loves Adam Rippon, and she texted back, make it happen, and then he tweeted that screen grab, and, uh, and all was well and good, and then, um... Sally Field retweeted one of those tweets and tagged Adam Rippon. Apparently, Sam had not been tagging Adam. He'd just right. been gushing about him to his own followers. But when, Sa- when your mother is Sally Field. People are going to listen, honey. And suddenly, so, so now he, he was like, yikes, was his response, because he was rather embarrassed that his mom spilled the tea. Who knew that Sally Field was a uh, gay pimp? She's a gay pimp, and apparently, like a real P Flag mom. Yes. So Adam Rippon was asked about the situation and he praised Field, tweeting, Sally, she bowled. <laughs> and then to Greisman, he tweeted, Sam, your mum. I admire her. And I'm sure one day we're going to meet. So thanks, mom. Well, it's a cute story. Adam's way too cute for him. I agree. Uh, Charles from Cornhole, you're on the air.
1: <gasps> hey there. Um, I was. Just remembering that I'd seen something that was appropriate for your Pervnado piece uh, involving Brendan Fraser. Oh, did, did I miss that? one?
0: No, What happened, it's Fraser. But yeah, what happened to uh, Brendan Fraser?
1: This was in, uh, I get the email called The Skim that's just sort of a synopsis of, Recent stories. Go ahead. And it says, uh, meanwhile, Brendan Fraser is speaking out about why Fraser. he took a break from acting. He says that back in '03, the then head of the Hollywood Foreign Press Association, Philip Burke, groped him at a luncheon event, mm. and says that's why the HFPA, which is the that's the body that gives out the Golden Globes, yes. uh, mostly stopped inviting him, meaning Brendan, uh, to the awards shows. So wow. anyway, how do you how do you grope somebody at a luncheon unless maybe you pass them in the men's room? Or I
0: mean, something? a lot can go on underneath the table. Did you ever see that episode oh, well, of Sex in the City?
1: Been, yeah, especially if the uh, if the tablecloth is long enough. Yeah, but it you're is right.
0: it is one of those things where you it's hard to imagine someone being so bold and so gross that you know here you are at this fancy luncheon and you're mm-hmm. reaching under the table grabbing their cock.
1: Or saying, hey, let me adjust your napkin for you, or yeah. something like that. Uh, is that anyway. guy
0: still head of the HFPA, do you know?
1: Uh, no, it says Burke is no longer HFPA president, but is still in the organization. He, of course, denies the allegation. So,
0: Well, Charles, you've so we made news to today on the ass. We have so to th- say allegedly.
1: Yes, say allegedly. and thank you
0: so much for contributing to our, our pervnado.
1: Yes, and I also want to say hi to Ryan. Hi, Charles. I know I I know he's he's uh, he notices when I don't say hi to him. So I I'll do. say that. And it, is it still raining where you guys? It's are? pouring,
0: but I hear it's oh. far worse down south. My my poor friend Walt Nichols is in uh, Little Rock, Arkansas, and has sent me videos of his backyard. It looks like fucking Noah's Ark. It's so it's biblical. Oh,
1: Walt! Oh, god! Torrential okay. rain. Well, anyway. I'll I will clear clear your phone line, uh, but I wanted to just uh, say hi and h- happy birthday. Thank to you yeah. so much,
0: sweetie. I appreciate your, your listening and your calling, and uh, and I'm sure it's warm and dry in Arizona where you are.
1: It's actually yeah, really quite nice right now, <laughs> unseasonably warm, as a matter of fact.
0: Great, enjoy. So. Bye, honey. Okay. Bye, Charles. T-
1: talk later. Bye, bye. Best of guest list strikes back.
0: Rest in peace, Charles. We love you. you. are G- missed. G- you G- are G-
4: missed.
0: G- this is a really big part of the show. Absolutely.
4: And well, also, I'm very upset. Like, I realized we like <laughs> after that story. I realized we didn't even talk about Waitress because I did go see it with Romeo. I was like,
0: and me. I never got to see yeah, it. Yeah, I was just
4: like, ah, that's why I mean, I've never talked about it. I, like,
0: I, yeah. <laughs> I and I love the music. Yeah. I fucking love Sarah Bareilles. I would have seen it with Sarah Bareilles that day. Mm. Such a fucking idiot. It's the only time I've ever. Missed a Broadway show because I couldn't read a calendar properly. Mm.
5: Um,
0: I've never missed a Broadway show, period, except for that. Okay, this next clip was our 50th episode.
5: And now Yay! you're 50. And now I
0: am 50. <laughs> Thanks for reminding me, you're <laughs> <comment. laughs> <laughs> This was uh, episode 50 from June 20th, 2018. Ryan is co-hosting. Um, these are still the episodes, Ryan, when you would have to get up. In, uh, after, in the second hour, you would leave before oh, the guest God. interview so you could get to your that
5: was so front desk
0: job. At the hotel.
5: That was so basic of me.
0: But this was a very Ryan segment because we discussed the top five iconic snatch game performances ever up to that point. Remember, this is in 2018.
1: Okay, okay. Do you
0: remember what you predicted number one would be or what number one was? I
5: th- I mean, I believe that the best was Alaska as Mae
0: West. We will see if that's still, uh if Ryan's... Correct. I might be it wrong. It will be proven in the clip. We also discussed the fact that Ryan does have this encyclopedic knowledge of RuPaul's Drag Race, which, uh, you know, does nothing for him. Absolutely
5: nothing. I don't use it for any uh, benefit of mine.
0: It's good for this show.
4: Yeah. I mean, you could start a blog, like one of those people. No Girl. one. Uh, listen,
5: and what's interesting is that since then, I have realized that if you don't do drag, if you don't actually get up in the gig... No one wants to hear what you have to say about drag. <laughs> I don't know anything
0: about drag. I I wa- I go support local Shade. drag. Which I is... think you know a lot. I, actually. Oh. I would I would describe you as a drag aficionado.
5: Yeah, I I I, I very much appreciate the art form and um i really do think rupaul's drag race is the best reality tv competition show of all time
4: like you know about you know a lot about drag like i know a lot about comic books and i can start a podcast on comic yeah books, but so. i but
5: i also you're, you're
0: a comic book i have a i
5: have a, i remember like specifics about episodes like it's really it really is about like the show and like i remember like who won certain challenges and who went home on that episode like that kind of stuff but
0: Well, let's find out if you still remember who the most iconic Snatch Game performance was. find out. Episode 50. Take a listen. Here we go. I want to talk about something way more fun. And because we do have Ryan Frostic here for just a few more minutes before he has to go off to his hotel job, uh, Vulture.com came out with something amazing. They ranked every single Snatch Game impersonation throughout the history of RuPaul's Drag Race, um, from the very, very best to the very, very worst. And uh, so right. I just want to go through the the first of all the five best and just get a quick take on this from Ryan Frostig. Yes. At number five is Bob the drag queen as Uzo Aduba and Carol Channing from season eight. Oh my god! Eight.
5: This was brilliant and also groundbreaking because uh, Bob was the first queen to deliver two separate performances on Snatch Game. It was very brave. So smart. So funny.
0: She slayed. Number two, Bendel Akrem as Paul Lind on All Stars 3. Well, you had some feelings about this. I didn't think this was good. No. She didn't sound anything like Paul Lind, and she was dressed like Charles Nelson Riley. However, true. However,
5: if you can make RuPaul laugh, that is the only thing that matters. Absolutely. Chad Michaels as Cher from season four. This one is like, I mean, it, it was, that's what Chad, that's Chad's gig. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, so I would hope so. I would hope that he could deliver that. Um, it didn't necessarily make me laugh, but it was pretty great. You think he had an unfair advantage? Yeah. It was pretty fucking good. It was amazing. It's, it's,
0: the ho, me- ho.
5: although he says that share does not do that. Um,
0: let's see what Vulture has to say. Mm, this is someone who has made her life's work being the best goddamn share impersonator there, I- there is. Um, the reinventions via wig reveals the casual profanity, and yes, the voice were all there, cultivated to goddess of pop perfection. Uh, this this Snatch Game might not have been worth putting on La Mer. What does that mean? But mm. Chad very easily walked away with the challenge win. Uh, number two, Jinx Monsoon as little Edie Bouvier Beal. I might have put this first. This was, this was iconic. This was amazing.
5: And this was probably one of the first... Um, snatch game because for a while especially in the beginning everyone was doing like artists you know everyone was doing britney or pink or lady gaga right you know this was one of the first uh characters that was something like a little bit more highbrow you know so it was very um specific
0: well most none of the other queens knew who she was doing and i'm sure there were a lot of people in the audience who didn't know the fact that she still was brilliant and hilarious even if you didn't know who little Edie was that's the whole point she was great because she was very specific. Exactly. She was that character. And number one, according to Vulture.com, is Alaska Thunderfuck as Mae West from All Stars 2. Ryan Frostig, your thoughts. I mean, it was pretty amazing. It was pretty. Um, it was, again, it was it,
5: it was sort of like similar to uh, Jinx, where it's like there was a certain percentage of people that would know who she was. But because she sold it so well and with such poise and with such like commitment, it was well vulture
0: you stay thank you vulture says the tiny moans the snatched vintage look the drooping tongue it was all perfect comedically it was old hollywood meets raw alaska humor and so it bears repeating it was perfect this was plain and simple the alaska show and it gave us the single best snatch game showing yet and the and
5: the the most famous line from it was why don't you come and fuck me in the ass sometime (laughs) that was
0: very funny uh, if you're wondering, by the way, where Bianca Del Rio's Judge Judy came in on the list, it was number nine. Mm. That was much lower than some people would have put it. Right. Now, as to the worst. Yes. They That's... give the absolute worst at number 87. Uh, and by the way, I thought about like, well, haven't there been more than 87 drag race contestants? Yes, but they haven't all made it to Snatch exactly. Game. So there's only been 87 and they put at the dead last Alyssa Edwards as Katy Perry from season five. Which was pretty bad. However, I would
5: say that uh, Asia O'Hara's Beyonce was 10 times more offensive to that particular artist than Alyssa Edwards' Katy Perry
0: was. Incidentally, Ryan Frostig really does have an encyclopedic knowledge of RuPaul's Drag Race. It's, it's the biggest waste of, of brain power I've ever seen. But, but you, also the best but you know like literally i could name if i were reading from the internet any sure. queen who's ever appeared on rupaul's drag race and you could tell me what season they were on when they went home when they went home what they had to lip sync I mean, what they it's, wore
4: it's fat we've got to I figure so out f- that would be a fun game let's let's try to start should we do with that with? i, I, should, I should i here. should be writing these kind of lists
5: absolutely this is what be. i need to be doing this we is need is to calling. figure out
0: a way for you to monetize this we really do because uh Right now, it's not doing a goddamn thing it for you. It truly is not. <laughs> um, well, speaking of RuPaul's Drag Race, uh, Willem made headlines a few weeks ago. He was on Katia's podcast. I guess Katia's still doing her podcast. And um, Willem revealed that at the Republican National Convention in the year 2000 in Philadelphia, quote, I sucked eight dicks in one day. Hot. Two of them in the same hotel.
4: Yes, queen!
0: At the time, Willem worked with an escort service called Premier uh, shortly after he was emancipated from his parents at 16. Can I just say, if you're going to work as a hooker at 16, you probably shouldn't have been emancipated from your parents. That's just the old fuddy-duddy in me. Probably. Uh, Willem says, quote, it was like a fun period for me from 17 to 18 where I was a hooker. I liked it because being underage, I could say to the guys, hey, if any of those pictures you took of me for extra money end up on the Internet, then I'm going to come after you for child porn. Willem claims he was mostly an oral girl and probably saw around 130 clients during his tenure as a sex worker. He was paid 120 per client. Of the 120, he kept 85. The rest went to the house.
1: Uh,
0: Let's see. He recalls the time a businessman offered uh, Willem $20 for a back massage, then invited her back to his hotel room. He had clearly hired a lot of hookers because he was very on the level saying, half an hour massage, half an hour blowjob, $200. Willem said, it's a deal. He was a very unattractive man, Willem recalled. Not a nice person, but the dick was transcendent. I I went to town on that prick's prick. It was large, but not intimidating. It was curved and proportionate to his giant body. It was the most wonderful first hooking experience ever. That's sweet. That's such a nice story, isn't it? Best
4: of Guestless Strikes Back.
0: Yes, it was Alaska. That as was May West. it was I so think, brilliant. I think now I can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> we did because like
5: we're, cause we're doing the this. intro
0: separate from the yeah. yeah, yeah.
5: <laughs> or I would say if it's not if not Alaska, I would say um, either Jinx, Jinx Monsoon as Little Edie or Ben De La Creme as as um, oh god. I fuck, I really can't remember what now. I just listened name? to it too from uh, Downton Abbey.
0: Um uh oh, maggie smith
5: yes yeah one of those three i, I think would it say may have been bob oh that one too i don't i mean i don't remember anywho the
0: anyway. listeners know because they just listened to it yeah this is very uh <laughs> this is great backwards Can you guys the way tell? we're doing this we? <laughs> yeah. yes okay uh moving on episode 65 ryan co-hosting this is one of my favorite uh, segments i don't know if anyone else likes it when we do strange but true facts mm uh marty thomas this was his first time on the show you won't hear him uh in the clip but i think we do refer to him and um and i still find these strange but true facts fascinating i hope you do as well this is from september 29th 2018 we haven't done this in a long time and it's one of my favorite segments on the ass i don't know if anybody else likes it but i get a kick out of it because i'm a giant nerd and these are thank you these are 10 more strange but true facts
5: we don't have a song for that
0: no um these are uh always buzzfeed always provides me with these and um buzzfeed doesn't give a lot of information on on the fact so they just state the fact and then i have to google it and get all the additional information your life is hard it's my life is hard and it's a lot of work but um but here we go this first one uh kind of floored me and frank as in the diary of Anne frank yeah. dr martin luther king jr and Barbara Walters all have something in common. They were all born in the same year. Wow. Yes. 1929 was the birth year for Anne Frank, Martin Luther King Jr., and Barbara Walters. Yeah. Barbara Walters will turn 89. Uh actually, by the really? time this show aired, uh, by the time this show aired, she already is 89. She turned 89 this past September 25th, just a few days ago. She looks great.
5: She looks amazing. And I cannot believe she's 89.
0: Well, and it's also, it highlights the tragedy of um, of Martin Luther King and Anne Frank not being here, because they could both be here sure. had they not been murdered. Right. So, um, not a real uplifting fact, but good for you, Barbara Walters, yes. that are still going strong. J- JB, yeah. our, our guest, is uh, stuck down there, of course.
5: Hang on, Marty. We're okay. coming
0: for you. Number two, Carrots were originally purple.
5: That actually does not surprise me. But why are they now orange? Well, and there
0: still are purple carrots. If you go to, like, a fancy vegetable market sometime, uh-huh. they have carrots in different colors, including um, purple. But most carrots, as we know them today, are orange. Um, originally, they were purple. There were some offshoots, yellow and white ones, that appeared in the in the wild. Over time, 17th century Dutch carrot growers managed to cultivate the yellow and white ones um, into the orange ones, uh, with which we are now familiar, and uh, the purple ones, uh, as I said, still exist. They're in the minority, and also um, the orange ones taste better.
5: See, purple is more my color. So now that I know that purple goes better exists, with your decor, I'm gonna have to go with purple. But yes,
0: carrots. orange carrots uh, may be a superfood when it comes to taste. Uh, a recent study showed that children said food tasted better. Um, if, wait, what? A recent study shows that children say food tastes better if their favorite cartoon character appears on the box, with one f- exception, carrots. Carrots they thought taste delicious regardless. Oh, that's nice. Fact number three, vending machines are twice as likely to kill you than a shark.
5: What? I believe it, <laughs> especially when you, like, bang on it when your shit doesn't come out. That's
0: exactly right. In the United States, the yearly risk of dying from a a shark attack, attack. that's when you shart in your pants. I have survived
5: many of those. From
0: a shark attack is roughly 1 in 250 million. By contrast, the yearly risk of dying from a vending machine accident is 1 in 112 million. Hmm. And yes, uh, they didn't detail how these vending machine accidents occur, but I think it does happen when you start shaking the machine and it falls on top of you and crushes you. And you die. This one made me gag. Oh, I'm ready. Hold on to your table. Oxford University is older than the Aztec Empire. Uh, 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 Ryan is gagging. Uh, uh, Ryan has to be revived. As early Do as you ten... have
4: a gag reflex though, that's amazing. <laughs> as early as
0: 1096, teaching had begun at Oxford. By 1249, the University of Oxford had grown into a full fledged university. Uh, but the origination, the origin of the Aztec civilization marked by uh, the city, uh, the founding of the city of Tenochtitlan. Come again? Tenochtitlan didn't come until 1325. Tenochtitlan was captured by Spanish conquerors in 1521, 196 years later. Oxford is not even the world's oldest university, by the way. India's Nalanda University had already been operating for hundreds of years, Um, when it was burnt down by invaders long before Oxford came along. But it's crazy that you can still enroll in Oxford. It's a thriving university, and it's older Mm -hmm. than the Aztec Empire. Uh, Here's another exciting and strange fact. France was still executing people with the guillotine when the first Star Wars film came out. Oh, dear. (laughs) The last guillotining in France took place in 1977 when someone named Hamida Jamboui, uh, was convicted of murder. He had uh, tortured and raped his victims, and he was beheaded by the guillotine at Beaumet's prison. Oh, that's. In Marseille.
5: Just, just really in Marseille setting.
0: Uh, the method had not changed since the revolution, the French Revolution, when crowds, uh, including young children, uh, would come to watch the killing. France outlawed capital punishment altogether in 1981. So they're way ahead of the United States. Um, here's a fun fact. Betty White is older than sliced bread.
5: Oh my goodness!
0: America's sweetheart was born in 1922, six years before the Chillicothe Baking Company sold the very first loaf of sliced bread, which happened in 1928. Um, here's a clip of uh, them talking about this. B- Betty White was on the uh, the Late Show with James Corden and um, Amari Stoudemire, an uh, NBA star. Take a listen.
4: Sliced bread. <laughs> Sliced bread. Could you buy sliced bread when Betty White was born? What do you think? I mean, I assume sliced bread been around for a long time. Mm. But so has Betty White. (laughs) (laughs) What do you think? I think. I think my answer is. What do you think, Betty? Do you think? Do you know the answer to this? No, I don't. Okay, I don't know anything. (laughs) What do we reckon? I think the answer is no. You're absolutely right. Slice uh, bread good at this didn't game. exist when. Betty, here she is having the first ever oh. slice bread
1: sandwich. <laughs> right there.
0: Betty White is also older than trampolines, instant coffee, the ballpoint pen, and this one floored me traffic lights.
4: Shut, Shut the fuck up.
0: up. There were no traffic lights in 1922.
4: Yeah, but then I mean, they have happens. a car? I'm pretty sure the car yes. was bit, okay. And you would yeah. get
0: That's to a busy issue. intersection, and you would just die. Figure it out. You would just drive into someone. Make
5: it work. Wow. Yes, I mean, Betty. She's old. She's bold. She's doing the damn thing.
0: She didn't look so good at the Emmys. Yeah. I felt bad. That was the first time that I ever saw Betty White where she wasn't quite with it.
5: Looking like...
0: And, sound, you know, her voice is, yeah. is weaker. She doesn't have that sharp. You know, the thing about Betty White's always been her timing. Yeah, her timing's always been White. impeccable. Right. And she kind of got flustered. And listen, she's 96.
5: She's up there. But,
0: um, yeah, I just, I want her she's to live so forever. Great, no,
5: I know. It's, it's going to be, I don't want to talk about it.
0: Number seven is a fact that I read and then I researched and I read about it and I still don't understand it. But here it is. All right. Alaska. Is simultaneously the most northern, the most western, and the most eastern state in the United States. Yes. Does this make sense to you, JB?
4: Yes, because it's all in the corner, and we kind of, if we break it up into hemispheres, right? All right. So I just did a whole bunch of bath in my head real quick. So I broke it up into the actual state first, because it's north. It's in the top corner. But it's in the east. We break up to hemispheres. This is northern hemisphere stuff. But it's not in the south. This is how to confuse you more. I talk about, but I do understand it. It, it's weird to be JB's like
0: Mr. Garbled Wizard.
4: Yeah. <laughs> like the, the well, what it is is I think
0: it it it's that it's so high on the globe yeah. Yeah. that the lines of um longitude start to converge and get really really close together. So the higher you are or the lower you are, mm-hmm. you can be both east and west simultaneously whereas right. when you're on the equator you've got these big fat uh th- this big fat distance between east mm-hmm. and west. Um, Good for Alaska. Alaska's Aleutian Islands stretch right up the ridge of the Western Hemisphere at the 180-degree line of longitude. Um, It's uh, also—they also stretch across the (laughs) eastern—it doesn't make sense to me. They're basically—it borders the Russian Federation, but it's part of the United States. But it's it's just—it's also fucking huge.
5: Basically, Alaska is verse.
0: Alaska is verse. And Alaska is everything. What's Alaska's catchphrase?
5: 30 days of night.
0: Hi. Hi, I'm East and West. Okay, this one I knew. Honey never spoils. You can eat honey that's 32,000 years old. The reason is that honey in its natural form has very low moisture. It's very dry. Much like Betty White, <laughs> I would imagine. Oh dear. Very few bacteria or microorganisms can survive in an environment like uh, like honey, so they just die. Um. They have actually dug up honey from Egyptian tombs from you know tens or hundreds of thousands of years ago, and they all you have to do is heat it up. By the way, this goes for you if you've got honey in your cabinet and it's dried up. Just pop it in the microwave for a few seconds; it'll come back to life. Yeah. Now, honey is not vegan. I should mention for of my course. vegan friends. Yes,
1: but Let's I eat it. it for bees.
0: I eat it anyway. It doesn't. Bees are not hurt. By the taking of their honey.
4: Yeah, so I don't say, why can't you eat honey?
0: It's not because you're not supposed to eat any animal products, and bees make honey essentially by vomiting.
4: <laughs> you know, what I just realized. Oh my god, Elliot, okay, I'm so sorry, Coach, but that that's even a better reason to be vegan. You're eating the byproduct of an animal that's not being hurt at all.
0: Well, I think they believe that we are hurting them by the keeping of beehives and the harvesting of beehives. It, it's it's definitely an argument to be made. Um, I just. Uh, honey is, by all accounts, healthy for you. It's a it's a healthier form of sugar yeah, than brilliant. cane sugar or um, corn syrup, certainly. So, sorry vegans, I'm gonna eat it.
5: We didn't have any apples and honey this year.
0: I know. Oh yeah, so for the uh, Jewish holidays, Belated Shana tovah to all my uh, my Shana Hebrew tovah. brethren. Is Marty Thomas Jewish? I don't even know. We'll have to find out. Because to... Marty is such a Jewy name, but like Thomas, not so much. Yeah. We'll find out when we talk to him in just a few minutes. Okay, here's another exciting fact. For every human being on Earth, there are approximately 1.6 million ants. I don't mean aunts. (laughs) I mean ants.
5: Honestly, like, the life of an ant is so devastating and sad. But
0: right now, for every Ryan Frost egg, there are 1.6 million ants crawling around. The total weight of all those ants, of all the, the weight of all the ants on the Earth right mm-hmm. now, is the same weight as all the humans on the Earth.
5: That's
4: insane.
0: That's how many fucking ants there are. JB uh, is not excited no, or interested by that. ants
4: it. equals spiders, and spiders I have arachnophobia. It bothers my spirit. And, and I just... love *A Bug's Life* though, and the movie *Ants*. Uh, the bo- yeah, Two great both, movies. Both movies ants. are really great. Not what we're talking about. Spiders yeah, bother my spirit, care. and bugs. Create bugs, call spiders, and it's just one terrible chain.
0: I hate insects, and again, I'm going to infuriate my vegan brethren. But I will kill an insect if it's in my house.
4: Okay. They don't right. fucking belong there. I don't want them there. I killed three spiders yesterday. I felt proud, but scared. We have um. A, a... Spiders are
0: important, though. To the uh, e- I, don't I mean, care. spiders kill. Listen, as y- is in in my just...
4: peripheral. Is in my? It's all my stuff. I see you. You should not be here. If you want to survive, you should be in the corner over there. Not in my stuff, in the area I use. Go away. <laughs> Go off, Jay. Go off.
5: Um, we have a, at, at work, we have a um, a wand for mosquitoes that- I'm you, sure you do. You basically- You like wave it like a tennis racket. It's shaped like a tennis racket, and you wave it, and when one flies into it, it zaps it and dies. Oh, I
0: need that. I don't really have bugs in my apartment most of the time, but just today I was cleaning the bathroom, and there was one of those very slow-moving fruit flies buzzing around, Mm -hmm. and I fucking hate a bug in the bathroom of all places. And I was vacuuming, and I vacuumed that shit up. It went right into the vacuum cleaner and was never seen again.
5: I had two flies... And I, it appeared that they were fornicating. Oh, my goodness. And at that point. Only
0: in your apartment would this be happening.
5: I know. But at that point, they were having the flies were getting more action than I was.
0: Listen, you got dicked down. I know. When last we spoke. Bo- this was before so...
4: the dicking down.
0: Well, there's a lot of action. Actually, happening. I
4: understand that very well. I'm, a, I'm also a very sexual creature, but I don't get dicked out too often. It's sad I mean, you want to have sex every day, but, but you can't. Then can.
5: when it happens, it's All right, so we're going great. off topic here.
0: I'm sorry, let's sorry, get sorry. to let's get to the final fact of uh, amazing but true facts. Number ten: one in every five thousand babies is born with a condition known as imperforate anus.
3: This,
0: <laughs> this means the baby is born without an anus and has to have one created manually in the hospital.
4: Clearly, she's not gay. <laughs>
0: or you know i don't know maybe the maybe the manual anus works just as well for fucking
5: with the manual anus i mean can you custom it can you i have (laughs) can you make it particularly tight like a certain kind of like color Uh, i
0: would want um who's that that porn star with the perfect asshole
5: there's so many the one
0: who started out when he was underage sean is it sean corrigan Oh, Brett Corgan. Brett Corgan. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Derek always talks about how he is the Pink, perfect, tight perfect asshole. That's the one I would want if they were going to give me. I if ass I ass had an imperforate anus.
4: Yes. I love my asshole. She is beautiful, and tight, and kept together. I so do the men that come through.
0: Congratulations. Best of guestless strikes back. So there you go. I hope you uh, learned some new information. In so that much. Clip. Simon, and So much. Finally. We're going to end things, rather, with uh, this clip from episode 86 back on March 9th, 2019. So this is getting a little bit more recent, but still two years ago.
5: I mean, it feels like a lifetime ago.
0: This is when Joanne Filan, uh, everyone's second favorite lesbian, was co-hosting. Mm. And um, this is the one where I was in my apartment listening to this, tears rolling down my face. It starts out with a very not funny story involving a male college... Um, a doctor, a doctor on campus who was sexually abusing his male students mm. when they would come in for checkups. But then it devolved into this discussion about Joanne's breasts.
4: Yes.
0: Do you remember <laughs> <Yes>. this? <laughs> and about guys peeing on each other in Brazil and also about Andy Cohen. It, it's like a, it's a long segment. It's All like right. a 20 minute segment that it may be with apologies to Ryan because you weren't here. Maybe one of the funniest non guest segments wow. that we ever did. So, Joanne is great. She's yeah. She's <laughs> just so funny. So uh, strap yourselves in and listen to this lengthy but funny clip from March 9th, 2019. Breaking news out of USC, the University of Southern California. More than 20 men um, are accusing a university doctor of performing unnecessary rectal exams on them.
3: Yeah, that's
0: The doctor's name was Dr. Dennis Kelly. And uh, here's what uh, the plaintiff's attorney is saying about the case.
4: Deaths. The acts performed by Dr. Kelly included asking young men to disrobe in front of him without providing any privacy or covering, um, asking them to climb onto an examination table with their bare buttocks in the air, um, and then anally penetrated them, which he insisted was a necessary part of their examinations.
0: When she says anally penetrated, he didn't rape them, apparently, but I think with his fingers.
3: Oh, like digital
0: or some kind of medical object. Some of these guys were openly gay, Joanne. And, um, one of the plaintiffs in the lawsuit says that Kelly asked him whether he had ever had unprotected anal sex. And when the guy said, yes, I have Dr. Kelly told him it was dirty. Oh my God. So this was like a real sick fuck. Right. Allegedly. And
3: and hadn't they made, uh, the complaints and, and they went basically ignored. Yeah. Well, they
0: claim that they reported, uh, all of this to the university and, the, mm-hmm. and that USC actively and deliberately failed to investigate discipline or address Dr. Kelly's sexually abusive and discriminatory behavior and instead continue to employ him for years. And you know, some of these guys would say like, listen, I want another doctor. Like they'd go to the university right. health system and they'd be like, I, I, can't, I don't want like this guy. And they'd be told he's the only one that specializes in men's health.
3: Oh my God. That's insane.
0: It's like when it's a doctor... It's... You know when you're at the doctor and you just do whatever they tell you. Right.
3: It's so vulnerable.
0: You're so vulnerable. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, no doctor has ever wanted to penetrate me.
3: I, uh... Can for no I, reason. Well, for <laughs> I no, I've never had that uh issue myself. Luckily, either. Yeah. I
0: I do have two doctors that have been inside oh. me, but they were supposed to be. Oh, that's yeah. true.
3: Oh, actually, all right. So part I have had a doctor in, inside. <laughs> me too. <laughs> You're gyno. Do you yeah, hate yeah. Do you hate going to the gyno? Oh, of course. Why? No, I yeah, I just enjoy it. You know, it's I mean, no, like it the worst part chat of being with a with somebody when they just. Take both arms and shove them right at me. Both arms. Yeah, just right up into the elbow, and uh, that doesn't seem right. Makes a puppet out of me. Now <laughs> <laughs> it's a real, you know. If I don't answer quickly enough, she'll answer for me. Just blah 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 <laughs> <laughs> No, but is it the worst part of being a woman? Would you say uh that or uh, mammograms? That's a oh yeah. god awful thing. They with... squeeze your titties in yeah, that metal take clamp. A, take it. No, it's like. Glass, like it's like taking a window and then (laughs) dropping that on you, and then putting another window. You
0: would think they'd th- come up with a better way uh, yeah. in 2019 of doing would, that. I Shouldn't there be like a laser that they can just wave over your boob
3: and? Well, they do that too. There's a extensive, especially if you have uh, what they call dense breasts. And I, I hope it's got nothing to do with them not being bright. Do you have dense <laughs> breasts? I have dense breasts. This
0: is breaking news. <laughs>
3: breaking news.
0: Joanne Filan has dense breasts. <laughs> oh, I just tried to hit the trumpet. But fanfare, they have a great,
3: great personality. <laughs>
0: Congratulations! Thank you. <laughs> th- they've always looked dense to me, but, <laughs> but I didn't you know, want to say anything. It's,
3: they're good. They're great at parties. They're fun. They just <laughs> don't have a, a really good uh, grasp on a lot of intellectual stuff. They're a little I guess. slow. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, it's good that you're getting them examined regularly because yeah. <laughs> uh, you know you want to prevent uh, breast cancer. Yes. And vag cancer. That's why you got to right. go to the to the gyno. The whole bit. Well, this has no nothing to do with what we were just talking no. about, but. Uh, in Brazil, they now have a very scary, uh, far right wing president named Jair Bolsonaro. I don't speak Portuguese, so I don't know if I'm saying that right. I think it's Jair, J A I R. Um, this guy's like a Donald Trump, but worse, if that's possible. And so in Brazil, they've been having carnival, which is, you know, kind of like in New Orleans where they have Mardi Gras. Um and there's it's very gay. Brazil is a been a very gay friendly culture for years this dude is like super anti-gay and so he tweeted on his twitter video of two gay men on a platform during carnival performing sex and then one of them starts peeing on the other
3: oh and this wasn't a positive thing
0: he says britain has been destroyed by decades of governments with a socialist slant Uh, I don't feel comfortable showing it But we have to expose the truth So the population can be aware And always set their priorities This is why many street carnival groups This is what many street carnival groups Have become in Brazil He tweeted this to 34 million followers Now Trump has tweeted a lot of crazy shit (laughs) But I have a hard time imagining He would tweet a video Of a guy pissing on another guy
3: No it'd just be a video of a girl pissing on him
0: That's exactly right Right We're waiting for that video. That's such a loud urination. I feel like that's actually video. Actually,
4: all of our sounds are really loud and clear since Romaine did these meter changes. Oh, thank you, Romaine. Yeah, everything's coming out real crystal.
0: But that sounds like a fire hose.
4: (laughs) It's the same one we always use.
0: Anyway, I always respond to Donald Trump's tweets, always, every Mm -hmm. single day. I'm like, fuck you. You're a piece of shit. You're a racist (laughs) asshole. I just go off. So I decided to respond to Jair Bolsonaro of Brazil. And I I Googled translated from uh english to portuguese nice. and i said uh thank you mr president and how many times did you watch this video and jerk off to it <laughs> nice. before you tweeted it
3: maybe he was in the video <laughs>
0: and now i'm uh, i've been marked for death <laughs> <laughs> by president bolsonaro's private death squad nice none of Add our story
3: <laughs> stick it in here i am how is
0: that appropriate <laughs>
4: Because I just thought your ass was just in the, the
0: way. My ass is open to the wind waiting to be targeted yep. nice. by President Bolsonaro. Mm-hmm. By the way, I don't condone um, pissing on each other in during a public carnival. I think that's probably a mistake.
3: Um... Okay, or
0: any kind of public sex. I think,
3: I think, it's, like, is we, it the sex or the the pissing on someone?
0: Well, both. I mean, the the two of them are very like they're basically mm-hmm. naked. You know, right. they're wearing like a like thongs and stuff, mm-hmm. and one is like blowing the other, and then he pees on him, and they're on a platform where everyone can see them. Mm-hmm. I feel like with our LGBTQ pride festivals, if people want to dress in slutty right. outfits, that's fine. I may have been mm-hmm. guilty of that myself, <laughs> but don't actually fuck because then you're just providing fodder for all those right-wing exactly. assholes who can take pictures exactly. and video and be like, look at these disgusting... Yeah, and that mm-hmm. has nothing to do with pride.
4: Right. You know, no. I mean, I'm
0: proud to be a gay man, but not because someone pees on me.
4: Exactly. See, I'm confused on why they're peeing on each other. I'm actually having sex in public. Like, usually when that happens, it's usually at one of those parties. Like Folsom. Yeah, like it's one of those parties and people get paid to actually do these to, 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 to do these performances, but to do publicly and I guess I don't know the background of why they were doing it in public. I think
0: they're just pigs. I think they're attention-seeking pigs, and they get off on – Uh, having sex and having people watch them. There's a lot of uh, exhibitionists out there. Joanne is one of them. Exactly. She takes out those dense tits.
3: I do. (laughs) I have my mammograms outdoors.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You can charge tickets.
3: (laughs) I'm like, can we go out to the park and do this? It's a really beautiful day.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You were telling us the last time you were on the show that you won't even change in the locker room in front of other women. That's how much you don't want to show your tits. Well, speaking of men having sex in public, Andy Cohen, <laughs> uh, as everyone knows, has recently adopted a or maybe I think he is the biological father yeah, with a yeah, surrogate, a surrogate. Okay, yeah. of a baby boy. And shortly after that, he was spotted on Grindr. <clears throat> um, allegedly, Page Six reports that the 50 year old Bravo executives is back on both Scruff and Grindr. Using a picture of his chest as the main image and referring to himself as Coach Taylor.
3: (laughs) Coach Taylor?
0: As in Friday Night Lights. Oh. Kyle Chandler's character. Best show ever, by the way. Okay. Uh, So uh, this is all completely alleged, a source tells page six this. And Twitter, like, freaked out over this. Everyone was like. Andy Cohen, why don't you spend some time with your baby, you (laughs) fuck? Like, instead of looking for dick, why don't you fucking be a father? And you're disgusting, and you're a whore. And Wow, and what's your number? And Um, what's your number, yeah. (laughs) I kind of feel like, first of all, who knows if this is really him? Yeah, I thought
2: he Heads actually up. said Daylight Saving What the is fuck about is that? JP <laughs> <Jamie laughs> is having a stroke. <laughs> what <know>. was <laughs> that? Flash forward an hour. Keep
0: <laughs>
4: happening on on the on one of the clips, I'm just very very frustrated.
0: We have gremlins <laughs> in the studio. It's
3: daylight are you okay? saving gremlins. All right.
0: Anyway, I just mm-hmm. feel like if he is on grinder, who gives a fuck? Are our parents think... not allowed to have sex lives?
3: Right, but I think he said that he's not on grinder but he's on Tinder. Which I don't know.
4: If you guys want to know Realty, he was on the night that his baby was born. He just came from partying, and he was hot as a motherfucking guy. Oh, okay. Wait, yeah. wait, wait.
0: Allegedly, how mm-hmm. do we know this?
4: Because we have shows that have reporters on this DNR network. What show Naughty reported ben that? Nice, mm-hmm. nice, but nice. Or Rob Shooter. He's got some collars. All right. Got, so this is him.
0: according to Rob Shooter. I don't want to get sued no. No. Rob, Rob, by or Andy Rob Cohen yes. or Bravo. Right. I don't know if right. he's done drugs. Uh, I mean, <laughs> Kathy Griffin. Says Kathy he Griffin, has, yeah. but, she uh, drugs. But again, I don't care. I don't care if he uses drugs. I don't care if he's on grinder. Listen, Andy Cohen. Most people think he's an asshole. I've never met him. I don't. I don't. I don't really have an opinion.
3: I yeah. I don't know. I don't know that much about him.
0: But he's got like fifty million dollars. I'm sure mm-hmm. there is. A very good nanny or someone who's with the child while Andy yeah. Cohen's out fucking. Yeah, on, I don't think you've left him
3: in the car. You so
0: know, whatever, with like the windows down. I just think people need to to not always jump on someone just for being sexual.
3: Yeah, right. Unless they're out in public peeing on each other. Well, right? that does that's cross a line. Where we go, that's little, where we yeah. draw the line. Mm-hmm.
0: There's grinder, and then there's public peeing during Carnival in, in Brazil. Brazil. Mm-hmm. I think we all agree.
3: X. Yeah, absolutely.
4: Best of Guestless Strikes Back.
3: I salute. <laughs> oh,
4: Joanne. That was a good one.
0: That's the funniest thing you've ever done. Oh, that was fake laughter from Ryan Frost. I hate you
4: so uh, much, We
0: salute Joanne Filan and her dense breasts. And that wraps up this Best of Guestless Strikes Back special. I hope you guys have had as much fun listening to it as we had putting it together.
5: Best of Guestless Strikes Back.
0: Best of Guestless Strikes Like shaving a haircut to
4: There
5: we go. Ryan and JB, plug yourselves. You can follow me at Ryan Frosting on Instagram
0: and Twitter.
4: You can follow me at Stocking anarchy 12 or on Instagram. Please send Dick pics. Thank you.
0: You can follow me, me, on Twitter and Insta at Adam Sank and follow the Adam Sank Show Facebook page, please. Meanwhile, tune in next week to hear a brand new live episode with our special guest, comedian and NPR host, Ophira Eisenberg. This is her first time on the show. I've been trying to get it for
4: years. For years Subscribe done. to
0: this podcast at DNRstudios.com and download the DNR Studios app. Don't What happened to the music?
4: <laughs> Did it run yeah. out? Yeah. <laughs> so,
0: I talked for too long. Don't forget to order your ass merch at adamsank.com. Uh, email me. Uh, have a great week. I love you. Goodbye.
1: Goodbye. Oh, no!